Welcome to the No Spin News, Wednesday, February 12, 2020. Fight for your freedom. All right, you know, you guys have been nice. Um, I predicted Joe Biden would be the Democratic nominee for president. Obviously, it's not working out very well for that prediction. I haven't gotten a lot of mail, a lot of disparaging. You haven't called me a charlatan, word of the day. Um, but I owe you an explanation um, as how I could be um, wrong. But I, I'm not. I'm not willing to do 100% mea culpa yet. But <laughs> it does not look good. Okay, so here's what happened. As Joe would say, here's the deal. I knew, and this still holds, that the money people inside the Democratic Party, that is John Podesta, all right, uh, ran Hillary Clinton campaign, Rahm Emanuel, chief of staff for Barack Obama, President Obama himself, President Clinton himself, all of them wanted Joe Biden as a nominee. They don't want Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, Buttigieg, too young, too green. They like him, but they don't think he's ready. So Biden would uphold the Barack Obama legacy. They all wanted him. With that kind of firepower, once you know that, all right, it becomes his to lose, as they say. Well, he lost it. He lost all momentum, all credibility. And as I said yesterday, and I wrote in my column, there's two reasons. He can't get a sentence out. You don't know what he's talking about. And that's frustrating for people. And he has no central message. So Joe Biden is elected president and you go, yeah, it's not like he's Bernie Sanders, a socialist is going to blow up everything. Biden's not going to do that. What's Biden going to do? Well, on Thursday, he says he'll do this. On Friday, he says he'll do that. But it's all the same. All politicians do that. Joe's been doing that for 40 years. All right, but he really, what, what does he stand for? Well, he stands for political patronage now. And that's the second reason. So Nancy Pelosi and the New York Times, the Washington Post, they thought they were going to be uh, heroes in the left-wing precincts for impeaching Donald Trump. It turns out the president's popularity went up because it was a charade and a champ. Everybody knows that. Any clear, fair-minded person knows that. But Biden got killed because nobody knew what he as vice president was really doing in Ukraine, threatening them and running around while his son got about $5 million for doing nothing, as Dire Straits once sang. Money for nothing. So those things became a perfect storm swirling around Biden. To this day, he cannot answer the Hunter Biden question. Well, how could you allow that to happen as his father? How could you allow your adult son to sit on a board of a Ukrainian gas company and vacuum up millions of dollars while you're the second most powerful person in the country. I mean, that's political patronage, is it not? He doesn't have an answer for that. Oh, he didn't do anything wrong. Nobody says he did anything wrong. Yeah, everybody says he did something wrong. Americans don't like that. Even liberals, even far left progressive nuts 
don't like that. And wait till they find out, I've already reported this to you, but it'll get a lot of attention down the road, how Bernie Sanders made all his money by giving his wife job after job after job, hundreds of thousands of dollars. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. All right, uh, Roger Stone, uh, I don't cover this story very much. I don't know Mr. Stone. Apparently he lied to Congress and to federal investigators. Uh, that's a felony, he should be punished for it. Was convicted in a trial. Um, you know, if it were me and I was a judge there, I'd probably give him um, probation, community service, give him a fine. So the, the prosecutors in Department of Justice, these are all Mueller's guys, they want seven to nine years for Roger Stone. Seven to nine years for lying. And that way, if that were the litmus test, the United States population would be cut in half because lying is so pervasive in this, in this society. So President Trump, who's a friend of Stone, goes, ah, this is outrageous. And it is. The average prison time for a rapist in America, 4.2 years, according to the Bureau of Justice Statistics. 4.2 years in prison, a rapist. Negligent manslaughter, that means you leave your little kid in a car and he or she dies, four years. Stone, seven and nine years? So the dishonest press should say, hey, Donald Trump is right. This, that sentence is insane. So Trump makes it public, and all of a sudden Barr goes, well, you know, we're not going to ask the judge for that. Department of Justice. So the four guys who wanted Stone to go away for seven and nine, they quit. They qu- oh, well, wait a minute, pal. You talk about punishment not fitting the crime. This is just revenge because you people on the Mueller investigation came up with nothing. So now you want to punish Stone in a disproportionate way. And then Trump says, um, well, I didn't have anything to do with it. Come on. Of course he had something to do with it. That's Don Donald Trump. He's, he didn't make a direct call to Attorney General Barr. He didn't pick up the phone, right? But he, by making a public statement, the president inserted himself into the sentencing. You don't say, I don't have anything to do with it. Come on. This is what I mean. This is the society we live in. If I were President Trump, I would say, yeah, it's not right. And Trump's going to pardon Stone anyway. It's absolutely going to happen. And that's what the setup was. But the president didn't have to say, I didn't have anything to do with it. Of course you had something to do with it. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Think about the people you work with. You're all supremely different. 
which is why Dropbox designed a new workspace where whatever works best for you works best for your team, where every file and app connect. Tasks not only assign work, but also help organize it, where you can create new decks, spreadsheets, and even launch video calls without ever needing to leave your workspace. That's Dropbox Business, a space for teamwork your way. Visit dropbox.com slash teams at work for a 30-day free trial. Final thought. This is not reported, but last night, Donald Trump in the New Hampshire primary got 124,000 votes. For an incumbent, nobody running against him of note. Uh, 2012, Barack Obama, same deal. Incumbent, got the nomination, 49,000 votes. 2004, George W. Bush, same deal, 54,000 votes. 96, Bill Clinton, 77,000. So Donald Trump did really well running unopposed. People came out. They knew they didn't have to come out, but they came out to show the Trump flag. Final thought, Trump's base, rock solid, about 45% of the electorate. All he needs, another five. And it's not going to be easy, but he's got to be considered the favorite to win the presidency in November. We'll see you again tomorrow with Pete Buttigieg. You want to know about him? We'll have it right here.